Would you agree that the natural sexual dynamic between two people is dominant and submissive? Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, what what this is going to be is uh, no. Uh, we we want an equal relationship, right? That's what they're going to say. But of course, the natural dynamic is one dominant, one submissive, uh, and it's even regardless of if there's two of the same gender as well. Uh, that's still, and even in uh, friendships as well, there's one dominant and one submissive always. Normally. When do women want to be dominated and when do they want control? Okay. <laughs> well, I like to... Okay, personally... Personally, I like to be, I like... I like to be controlled. I like to yeah. be controlled, too. I was going to say, like, dominated. dominated. I'm, not dominant. I'm not dominant, but I can be, like... Not okay, I'm going to explain when they want to be in control. Uh, women want to be in control when they are ruling the relationship. And when are they ruling the relationship? When the man that they're with is lower value in their eyes than them. Then they want to be in control. So if your girl is trying to be in control of you, it means she sees herself as higher value than you. But if she's with a man who she perceives as being higher value than her, then she wants to be dominated. She wants to be controlled. She wants to be told what to do. Hello. And welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe, hitting all for notifications. And if you're listening on the podcast, rate it five stars. Uh, if you'd like me to comment on a video or compilation, maybe a Reddit post, please send it to the Helios blog at gmail.com. Thank you. Not in the bedroom, though. <laughs> are, are women attracted? Wait, what? Did she say not in the bedroom? No, many, many women like to be uh, dominated in the bedroom, too. Uh, again, this is up to, to taste, right? D different girls are different. But usually, if she perceives you as being higher value than her, she'll expect you to lead. And that includes in the bedroom. Attracted to male dominance. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, this is doubtless. This is uh, evolutionarily what women are most attracted to is is dominance, right? Um, that's that's uh, dominance represents security because it represents power and control. So, For sure. what is the difference between being dominant and being controlling? Controlling is aggressive and not what a girl wants. And no, that's not true. Um, many women love aggressive men. Look at Mike Tyson, for example. Um, I mean. No, that's that's not true. Um, the difference between being dominant and being controlling is okay. So let me explain it from a from a girl's perspective. So if a girl calls you controlling, what she's saying is that you are trying to limit her access to other men, right? And women don't like that because, of course, they want to maximize their options so that they can hypergamously make the best choice that they can. Um, so. Uh, that's what controlling is. And if a girl tries to call you controlling uh, and she refuses to change when you tell her, you know, no male friends, etc., then you should just get rid of her because she's not going to be able to be a good uh, long-term uh, girlfriend or wife or anything like that. Uh, or you could keep her as a friend with benefits, whatever. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so that's what they're going to say, the difference between dominant and controlling is. Also, if a girl is controlling for you, like she's trying to control your actions and what you do and your behaviors, etc., um, that shows that she sees herself as being superior to you. And so you need to push back against that because if you allow that frame, then she's going to slowly lose her attraction for you and your relationship's going to die. Dominant is sexy. <laughs> How can a man dominate a woman who doesn't submit to him first? Indeed. Uh, count. Uh, and in fact, um, 
one of and, and many men I'm sure will will tell you this uh, if you if you ask them is uh, many men find it very annoying when a girl is you know constantly argumentative and just not you know not going with the guy's plans and all that kind of stuff or she always has some little nitpicky thing to argue about uh, these are big problems right and uh, these these are things that ruin a relationship so um, you you can't um, you can't do that uh, so. If the girl is not willing to submit, um, then she's not any sort of material. It means she doesn't see you as more attractive than her. She doesn't see you as superior. And so if she doesn't see you as superior, she's she's not going to be good for a relationship with you. Uh, she's just going to drive you crazy. So you should, again, just go to another girl. Wouldn't that be controlling? Say it again. How can a man dominate a woman who doesn't submit to him first? Wouldn't that be controlling? Uh, no, uh, that would not be controlling. Um, basically the girl has to see the guy as so superior to herself that she's willing to, um, submit, right? And if she's not willing to submit, it means that, uh, again, she doesn't see you as above her. Um, not necessarily. If he tries a more submissive approach at first and... No, 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 no. Terrible advice. Never, 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 never try a more submissive approach as a man. You, sh you should actually, if anything, you come on strong and you can relax it a bit as, you, uh, as the relationship goes on. That's probably okay. Um, just, you know, let's say you start off at 120 and you relax it to 90 or something. Um, but you, you can't start off at like 30 and then expect to go up to 90. No, um, that does not work. And wins her over with the submissive approach, I guarantee she'd let him be dominant. No, uh, that does not work. Um, a man who shows himself to be submissive, all he does is get himself controlled. It doesn't, uh, that does not work. And in fact, even if it was a super attractive apex man, if he started off with a submissive approach, no woman would be attracted to him. They would actually be repulsed by that. They would think, wait, what? I thought he was like this hot guy. Why is he, why is he like treating me as above him? You know, like that's, that's, that's the reaction you'll get. Okay. Terrible why do women often require a man to prove his dominance before she will submit? Because women are situationally feminine. They are many women. Um, what, they'll, what they'll do is uh, they will say, I'm only submissive for the right guy. Otherwise, I want to be in charge. Um, but what that shows is a poor upbringing, right? It shows that they've been raised in such a way as to not understand what men actually find attractive, which is submission. So, um, and when they say, I'll, I'll submit to you if you show that you're dominant, what it's showing is that she's the type of girl that would be like an asshole to like wait staff and stuff like that. She'll, she'll embarrass you in public. Um, because a lot of women have been hurt. Same thing. Uh-oh, she's telling on herself. So if she says that I've been hurt in the past. Uh, oh, by the way, um, I'm sure you notice that she has a ton of tattoos. Each tattoo represents a five end count. And then she, now she says that she's been hurt in the past. So if a girl says she's been hurt in the past, which what it means is she's been alpha widowed, uh, which means that she's not good for relationships. She's only friends with benefits material. And it's pretty sad because this girl is in her early 20s. So that she's already alpha widowed multiple times is pretty, is pretty sad. With men, of course, but a lot of women, yeah, have been hurt and don't really know how to go about that. I feel like a lot of women do submit to them. And, like, it doesn't have to be a verbal agreement. It's just 
something that happens. Agreed. Okay. Why do women often require a man to prove his dominance before she will submit? Oh, here we go. So, I, I mean, as I said, situational femininity, right? Where they only act feminine as an act, but they're actually masculine because they've been poorly raised by a woman in society. But let's see what they say. Mm, to know that he's worth it. Isn't the woman exhibiting the ultimate dominance by requiring those terms? That's right. That's exactly what I was getting at as well. It's just poorly raised womanism, right? Uh, womanist beliefs to think that a woman decides when she'll submit and only when. So basically what it's saying is that women are in charge. Women are in control. I don't know. Say that again. Isn't the woman exhibiting the ultimate dominance by requiring that the man so. prove his dominance first? Yes. I think so, yeah, pretty much. So isn't that a catch-22? If women are attracted to male dominance... But we're in control of the situation. So then the man so is submitting dominant. to the woman then, right? Exactly. So in that in that situation, uh, the man's dominance is fake. It's not real. Um, the woman is actually in control of the frame of the relationship and she accepts the man to dominate her. She's like, sure, I'll let you dominate me if... It's like, no, 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 that's that's not going to work. That's obviously terrible, right? So no, that that's that's very bad. Right? <laughs> yeah, that makes us dominate. Yeah. <laughs> so how is that make any sense it doesn't make sense it, well i mean it does it does from the perspective of women are raised in a womanist society to believe that they're in charge and so they will never submit and because they'll never submit the only time that they might is on their own terms but if they submit only on their own terms it means they're dominant which means that they rule you and if a woman rules your relationship your relationship is over and that would explain why many relationships in the west are doomed to ruin because the actual ruler is not the man but the woman i don't know you got us you got us yeah <laughs> because the relationship is sort of guided by a woman and dictated by a woman and created for the woman i mean that that actually okay in the modern western world that might be true uh in the past the reason why relationships existed uh well okay he's he's kind of he's actually kind of right so the reason why uh, enforced monogamy actually existed was to limit women's hypergamy so yes technically speaking relationships were created for uh women um to to mitigate the worst aspects of their nature for um civilization uh, but the actual beneficiary of enforced monogamy is men because most men are invisible to most women uh, at least in 2022 dating but even in the past it were tr it, it, it was true um but women were enforced they, they were they were forced to get with men of their station and so the beneficiary of that was men now of course even with enforced monogamy only 40% of men ended up reproducing but nowadays it's more like 10 or 20 you see so uh with unchained hypergamy, less men have reproduced than in the past. Uh, and I think in tribal times, the percentage of men that actually reproduced was something like 17%. So um, that's what we're getting to, right? At the top 20 are the only ones that reproduce and everybody else is invisible. Um, so 
no, uh, relationships were not actually made for women. They were actually made for men originally. Um, and the reason why is because if a man is in a relationship and he has a regular access to bedroom fun, then he's incentivized to work for society. And so the society is balanced and stable. Uh, whereas now society is unstable because many men are not being rewarded for um, being men effectively. A lot of guys, unless they're ugly and their girl's hot, they don't want to be in a relationship. Uh, that's true. And and see, it, it's really funny that he says this because it, it ties directly into enforced monogamy, right? Um, so most men nowadays don't want to be in a relationship. That's true. Um, and, and the reason is because the, the absolute apex men uh, who are selected by many women uh, they have so many options that they don't have to be in a relationship. And the only time they would be in a relationship is if it's more convenient for them for some reason. Like, let's say the guy has a side business or something and has to spend 60 hours a week with his main job and his side business. He doesn't have, he doesn't have time for multiple women. Then a relationship might be suitable. But otherwise, he would be sleeping with multiple women. Um, anyway, that's, that's that. I, I agree entirely. Good points by this guy. When a woman decides to give a man a shot, is there a window of time for him to close the deal before she gets bored? Yes, there is. It's two dates is the window. If you don't sleep with a girl within two dates, she's going to think either, if you're attractive, she's going to think you're gay. Um, or uh, she's going to think you're a beta male, even if her initial impression of you is that you're an alpha male. You only have two dates. And so, first date is for rapport for about an hour. Second date, you invite her to your place. You sleep with her. If you're not sleeping with her quick, she's going to think of you as a beta male. You're already off on the wrong foot. Your relationship's going to die. So, you do not have any chance to wait. You must strike while the anvil, strike while the iron is hot, right, is the, is the uh, expression. Now, she might say, uh, you should be friends first. Because, of course, being friends first benefits women. Um, and many women will say this, right? That that um, the best relationships start off as friends first. Uh, but effectively, what it's saying is, you should give me the relationship behaviors up front, and I'll decide if I want to actually be in a relationship with you or not. 99.9% .9 of the time, it's, I don't want to be in the relationship with you. I'm going to keep extracting those out of you. I'm going to find a different guy with which to sleep. That's what That's what women do. Um, very, very often. Um, yeah. So timing is important. Really? Yeah. Are young women aware that they will have peak years of beauty, fertility, and dating options, but will lose influence over men as they age? No, men are not, uh, sorry, women are not aware of this. And I would say also that around 80 to 90% of men are also not aware, which is why I've made this channel, by the way. Um, so... Women have peak years, yes, that's uh, 18 to 23 is the absolute apex, and uh, 18 to 28 is the overall general time scale of when they'll have maximum options. After that, their value drops off precipitously in uh, a concept called the wall, right, where women find that they can't attract the same men that they were able to attract when they were younger. So, there you go. Absolutely. So why do women oh, really? often choose to wait for romance and focus on their career when their own window of time is the most limited? That's called womanism. And uh, womanism is one of the most destructive cultural concepts that has, uh, that has appeared in the last thousand years, I would say. 
Um, womanism is extremely destructive to women for this reason. It tells them that they should live their lives as a as a man and, um, you know, leave their woman stuff to later. But no, it should be the reverse. I think women should do their woman stuff now and leave the man stuff to later. Because a woman could actually have a cake and eat it too, right? If she did it properly. She could, you know, get married at the age of 18 to 23, have her children. And then once her children are, let's say, around 10 or eight and more independent, then she could go to university, get her degree, get a good job. And then the money that's coming from um, the money that's coming from her new found university career will could then be used to help the children in addition to the husband who is already providing the entire time, right? That, that would be how a woman could have a cake and eat it too. Uh, and also fulfill her biological imperative, have the healthiest children possible, and also, um, you know, get with a man who, who can provide, right? Like that is what a woman could do, but they just choose not to right? They, they do it completely wrong. They, they waste their most fertile years on education instead of having children like they used to, right? And they could still get an education. I have nothing against women getting an education. The issue that I have is when women get an education and a PhD and a master's instead of doing what their biology dictates they should be doing at that age uh, in, for, for the human race, right? Because at the end of the end of the day, the most important person is yourself, and you got to take care of yourself before you take care of anyone else. That's that's okay. So for a man, this is true, right? But for a woman, they have a duty to the next generation uh, because women are the the progenitors of the human race. They are the ones that have the children. So if they choose to have their children later and later, what they do is they actually hurt the future generations of children because they make weaker kids. So you can still get an education. You can still become, uh, get a good job and have a good salary. You would just have to do it after, right? You'd have to do it after having your children. And I don't think there's a single interviewer out there who would say, oh, you had children? Okay, I'm not going to take you for this job. In fact, I think they would have the opposite. Uh, they would have the opposite reaction. Oh, you already have 10-year-old kids? Great, it means you're not going to get pregnant again and have to, and I'll, I won't have to pay you maternity leave, right? They will know that you'll be a steady worker because you already have had your children, right? That would be smart. But that's not what women are doing, right? They are trained by womanism to believe exactly this, that you are the most important person and you, you do what's best for you. But actually what's best for you would be to have your children early, raise them, and then afterwards when they're more independent and they need the money more, because, you know, then you need to put them in extracurriculars like, you know, sports or you know, music tutoring or, you know, uh, sorry, music lessons or, you know, math tutoring or whatever, then they'll need the extra money. And then by that point, they would have it, right? Um, you know, it's, let's say six years of time it would take. Um, so they might have to start actually when the kid is six years old, whatever. You, you understand the idea. And love yourself before you love anyone else. Do you think if young women became more aware of their window of time, their life priorities would change? No. It uh they, no they would. They definitely would. If mothers and grandmothers taught their daughters properly. So uh okay, let's go back to this thought experiment of uh woman having the children 
earlier. So the idea is, let's say your child is eight years old-ish, and then you have another child that's six years old. The eight-year-old can take care of the six-year-old, right? I mean, much better than a five-year-old could take care of a three-year-old, for example. So the the mom could be a stay-at-home mom until the age of eight, and then you wouldn't have to put the kids in daycare anymore, right? The kids could take care of each other while you are studying from home. And then you could also supervise them while you're studying and then get that degree, get the extra money, get the extra job to raise their children better by the time they're 12 and 10. You you could have the, um, the extra money that you would need in order to maximize the children's education, right? This would be smart, but that's not what's currently done in the modern world. It's actually reversed. The woman gets her whole education and stuff like a man and then has her children when the children are biologically weak. Then the children suffer in the next generation as they're outcompeted by better children, right? By, by children that are less biologically harmed because the, the mother had them when, when she was younger. So women really have a tougher um, life than, than men. Uh, and it happens, the tougher life happens faster, right? Uh, it's just women believe they have infinite time, and that's what causes the problem, right? All right, uh, let's move on to our Reddit post. Uh, partner said some really horrible things to me yesterday, and I'm finding it hard to come to terms with it. I'm 29 male, and my partner's 29 female. We have two kids, 10 and 3. I believe she's always had a negative outlook on life and has suffered with depression quite a lot. I've always been the positive one, and she's even said I help her with the way I think about things. To give a backstory to our situation, I started a company three years ago. It had taken a lot of time as well as I'm doing my master's. She's teaching while doing her degree, which will come to an end this July, where she'll be a teacher full-time. Both kids are in full-time education, but the youngest will move to my partner's school when she starts full-time. At the moment, I take them all to school and pick them up. I also cook every day, as that was our agreement. Oh, every other day. There have been comments for a while now, either about my newfound weight, why I haven't why haven't we bought a house yet, or that because I work from home I should be doing more things around the house. Yesterday she said something along the lines of I don't give her a fuzzy feeling anymore. Something uh, that was in a song as we were driving. I never said anything. I wanted to shout or cry or something. We got back and she shouted what my problem was, and I just explained it. I didn't speak in anger. She started shouting at me and said that she didn't respect me and that I don't clean to the level that she wants around the house, as well as saying that I don't put in any effort into our relationship and that I was lazy. So men, here's the thing, right? Women want a guy who's already at the finish line. And if she sees you as being not a winner, she's going to then start, uh, you know, giving you a hard time about it, right? She'll tell you that you're, you know, overweight, that you don't do enough work around the house, chore play, I'll sleep with you more if you do X, if you do Y, if you take out the trash. But this isn't the real issue. The real issue is that she doesn't see her husband as a winner. And because she doesn't see him as a winner, she's trying to kill the relationship, right? And the funny thing is that if the man accepts this frame of doing more, he'll actually kill the relationship. All of that hurt, but then she said, how can she be attracted to someone who doesn't take pride in themselves? And it hit me so hard. Just so you're aware, I'm not some smelly guy sitting in the corner. Right, but here's the thing. The woman, as she sees that she doesn't see you as an apex man anymore, she's going to start to kill the relationship. She's going to say things that hurt you. She's going to start talking to other men. Um, and basically, the point is that she's trying to get you to end the relationship by being disrespectful. And if you don't end it, then she's going to see you with disdain. I'm sitting here trying to work, and all I can think of is that this woman thinks I don't care about myself when I've been building something that's going to take care of the family for years to come. Right, and this is the thing, right? Um, they don't see 
the benefit. All they see is how they're feeling in the moment, right? Many women are like this. They have no appreciation for the work that men put in to facilitate the life that uh, they have. And again, if your girl is ungrateful, right, it sucks that this guy has children with her because, like, this can happen at any time. And this is why men are walking away, right? So many men are walking away because, um, the like, women at any time could just choose to explode the relationship over, you know, some bullshit and she'll take the kids and half your stuff, right? I worked as she wanted to look after the kids and we needed more money, so I started a company. I work 80 hours a week without taking into account my hours studying. I see my kids every day and they even believe I just have a nine to five. I've sacrificed so much and I'm at a breaking point and now this. I really could do with some advice as I'm close to telling her to move in with her parents. Right, so this guy is breaking his back, trying to provide for his family, trying to create something of value so that they can be happy and and stable and successful. And this is how the wife reacts, right, with this kind of behavior. It's utterly ridiculous. The things she said are fundamentally damaging to any marriage. Lovingly suggests she does move in with her parents so she can reflect on whether she wants you anymore and leave it at that. It won't be pretty, but stand firm and assure that you're serious and no longer wish to live in this situation for anybody's sake. Take a stand, remain calm, and say you'll respect whatever decision she makes, but don't take part in the decision. It's for her. Well, here's a sad part, guys. This this comment, right? It just shows the sad state of marriage, right? This is called no-fault divorce, right? The girl can just get annoyed one day and just leave. That's what this is, right? Oh, you're just a little bit too overweight for me. I'm done. You know, there's a guy at work that I like more than you. You know, all stuff like that. It's BS. You're doing too much. You're pulling the weight of two. I doubt she'll change. Be the trauma that forces her to change. Literally. Okay. So there you go, guys. I mean, it's a terrible situation. And uh, again, this is why so many men are walking away. It's because... I mean, this can't continue, right? This is, like, so damaging. And it happens not just to one man, not just to ten men. It happens to millions of men, right? This is why it, 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 it's, it can't be silent anymore. All right, I think we're going to end the video there. Again, if you're liking my content, liking the videos, please leave a subscription, hit the bell for notifications. If you're listening on the podcast, give me a five-star review. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for watching my channel. Please remember to do all of the following. Like the video for the algorithm. Comment on the video. I respond to all comments and I'll give you a heart. Subscribe and hit the bell so you can see my content on your feed. Check out all of my content on other platforms. It spreads the reach of the channel. YouTube, bit.ly slash Helios YouTube. Rumble, bit.ly slash Helios Rumble. My blog is realheliosblog.com My podcast bit.ly slash heliospodcast My Patreon patreon.com slash theheliosblog You can also support the show at bit.ly slash heliosdonations and buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks Thank you so much for all of your support